Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, you guys. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth, and I am your host. Today's episode is a fun and kind of juicy one, I guess you could say. I feel like raw talks on this podcast are typically more open and juicy in a way because we just kind of go with a free flow. And to give some context, for those of you who are new to the show, I do occasional raw talk segments, which is, yeah, it's what I call them, because it's more or less me talking to a close friend, and it's as if you were just a fly on the wall in our conversation. And I like these segments because for me, sometimes I learn from like more interview type of conversations and other times I do enjoy more of a free flowing conversational type of episode. And so I do incorporate both on the show and I like the aspect as well of sometimes talking to a quote unquote expert or someone that's more known for a specific field and then also incorporating my friends to talk about relevant topics that are related to the show and would be helpful for you guys. So today I have on one of my close friends, Sav Wright, and she was actually on this podcast last year. She was on episode 106, which is from last Last year around August 2021 so if you do want to go check that episode out it is linked in the show notes and I highly recommend it it is one of the top guest episodes from last year and all in all you guys Sav is just one of those people that has really great and positive energy I felt this when I met her on zoom last year we did the podcast recording over zoom because I was in LA she was in Miami And we mentioned this on the episode as well. But anyways, it's pretty cool to have been able to actually meet her here in New York and hang out with her while she is in New York City for the summer. For today, we really just dive into various topics. Like I said, it is a raw talk. So we go into like dating, the relationship mindset, how to balance both potential relationships and building your career and what to focus on, especially if you are in your early to mid 20s right now. We talk about qualities in being a good friend and basically what I like to call a lot of wholesome 
content. And so if you want to tune into the Raw Talk, then let's welcome Sav Wright. Round two, this time a Raw Talk, a girls edition Raw Talk. Now that we are real in-person friends. Last year we met on Zoom, for those of you who are listening and Mm -hmm. want some context, and if you didn't listen to that episode, that one, I was looking, uh, I don't know if you know, uh, based on my analytics, I think your top five episodes, guest episodes. Nice. Yeah. So it was really good. Everyone liked it. Finding fulfillment in fitness and wellness. Mm -hmm. All things. Um, okay, before we dive in to the raw talk, how about you share just like a little bit of who you are if someone's listening and they didn't mm-hmm. find you from Insta or like came from your page. Give them the scope. Like what do you the do, rundown. who you are, a little bit of like your background, where you're from. Okay. Kind of stuff. So my name is Savannah, but a lot uh-huh. of people call me Sav. <laughs> I started a fitness page. I mean, I went from like my personal account to fitness mm-hmm. like four years ago, I think. And it just kind of took off. And from there, I, I used to have a corporate job and I was lucky enough to start my own career, mm-hmm. be an entrepreneur myself through the fitness industry, where now I train people. I also have programs. Mm -hmm. Um, I have sponsorships with Gymshark and supplement companies like Ghost. So that's kind of me. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of hanging. I'm from Seattle, but I now live in Puerto Rico with my fiance and we're getting married soon. We have a cute (laughs) Pomsky named Bentley. And yeah, that's pretty much summarizes me in a nutshell. It is so fun. I love your Instagram, which everyone should follow because it's just (laughs) so like good energy and positivity. And I always just love seeing your stories of like you cooking and like with your fiance, who I always just call your husband. I'm like, oh, your husband, Tom. Sorry, I held you up today. (laughs) He's basically my husband because we've been engaged for like what two and a half years yeah. like we got engaged right before covid okay. yeah and then <laughs> i was like never planning the wedding because mm-hmm. after you know covid after the engagement i was just was like discouraged mm-hmm. and he finally like six months ago was like sam like are we gonna get married are we gonna yeah. plan this wedding or do you want to elope what do you want to do and i was like oh yeah let's plan it yeah so that's kind of the process Ooh. that we're in right now we can talk about that today too okay that's a great place to start balancing a like a career and your relationship and I would say like bring it back a little bit to like when you guys first started dating because you guys Mm -hmm. started out when you were in college Mm -hmm. like your college age so I feel like that is relatable to a lot of listeners and some of my listeners I would say are in college Mm -hmm. and post-grad right now yeah yeah so I think a lot of people are always wondering how do you do both and I think you're a great example of that Thank you. And that's something I don't think we dived into too much on the first episode. So I think okay. this one's good. So how like we start yeah, our career like, and maintain yeah, our relationship? Like, share, like, like how, because I remember even when I was talking to you two on lunch that one time, you were like saying how when you guys first started dating, because your husband is very <laughs> just like business oriented. And he, mm-hmm. at the time, you guys were much younger, were really focused on like he was really focused on scaling his business yeah really focused on making sure he set his trajectory up well so he could have a future and like a vision Mm -hmm. for himself and he was kind of indicating that you were not necessarily top priority but like you he wanted you to be part of that journey yeah so can you share kind of like how that went about because that actually gave me inspiration for my current relationship like new slashes i told you the other day i just dropped it I was like, Emily, do you ever talk about that? I she's know, like, no. I don't talk about it. It's just like people will just hear this and be like, wait, she's in one. She never, I never officially announced it. But yeah, anyways. I am on 
honored that you officially announced <laughs> it and I was here episode. and I've known about it for so long. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we met when we were so young, right? Like mm-hmm. we, I was 20, he was 19. Mm-hmm. And the first two years of our relationship, we basically did distance because I essentially I met him at college and then I went, studied abroad. So we did distance. And then I came back, went back to finish my last year of college. He ended up dropping out. He was like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I believe in myself. Like he just wasn't feeling fulfilled in school. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, I want to try a different route. So then he moved back to, we're from Seattle. He moved to Seattle and I stayed six hours away at our college town. And so we did another year of distance while he kind of built up his own business. And he also worked a corporate job in between, right? Like he always was like, I have to make sure I can afford everything and pursue my dreams. That is really healthy. Yeah, because sometimes I feel like people want to go all in on their Mm -hmm. career. And I totally commend them for that. But at the same time, we have to be realistic and just grind until you feel comfortable to be on your own. Yeah. So like I really saw that work ethic through him Mm -hmm. and kind of picked it up on my own when I did a corporate job and kind Mm -hmm. of balanced it for a while. But essentially we, like, I think I moved in right away from college. My parents had kind of moved out and moved away. And Mm -hmm. so I didn't feel like I had a home and I couldn't afford to live anywhere else. I didn't have a job yet. So I moved right in with him. He was like, I'll spot you until you get a job. That's so sweet. And I started working this corporate job. It was literally the first job that said, you have it. I started working. I learned sales, which was so So, fun. Yeah. Yeah. So important though for like, building your own thing Mm -hmm. because I don't know about your experience but when I worked in sales it taught me to be so fearless yes confident (laughs) confident fearless because you're always like undermined Mm -hmm. as like a female when you do sales in general like it was literally all men and then me yeah like on my team I think there's one other yeah but there was a lot of advantages to that because I had all men too but it's like you get to be the bad bitch 100 (laughs) percent and they yeah absolutely like the cute bad bitch too yeah because we're like young too right oh (laughs) yeah and you really like find your voice you find like I really worked on my confidence during this because I used to be Mm -hmm. really introverted shy you can't do sales if you're shy Mm -hmm. right so you just kind of have to force yourself and like sometimes you want to cry after you like do a cold call but like you get out of your bubble slowly. Oh, yeah. So really, like, I was working that job, and he was like, hey, Sav, like, I want to be able to travel the world one day, and I want to be able to, you know, like, not have to be stuck somewhere due to a job. Like, are you ever interested in starting your own career so you can join me? Mm-hmm. Like, because he's big on, like, I want to have a, a partner, so not necessarily have Love you come work for me, but that. I want you to have your own empire. And I was like, oh, huh. like, it sparked interest, but I, I wasn't, like... I didn't grow up on that, I guess. Right. So that was like new to me, right? Mm-hmm. Like I always believed in him, but I had never really met an entrepreneur. Like right. no one in my family really did that. Yeah. So I was like, wow, you're right. And he's like, well, what are you interested in? And I'm like, at the time I was starting my fitness journey and I was right. like, I love fitness. Yeah. He's like, go that route. Like you love fitness influencers. Mm-hmm. Why don't you do it? Like, why yeah. don't you post? And I was like, oh no, I'm too shy. Right. He was like my first supporter. He was like, do it. Like, who cares if people judge you? And that so that's amazing. kind of where it took off and where I started growing my career. And mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd fall into it. I was kind of like, I don't know what I want to do. I just know I love working out. Right. And if I could make that my full-time job, I would. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was hard at first to like balance trying to be an entrepreneur and also having a relationship right. but at the same time it was nice that we both had that same interest yes. you know okay I'm so curious uh, even for myself too because I feel like where I'm at right now with my partner mm-hmm. like I told you is like kind of similar to where 
you guys were in the beginning where like you're just you're building you mm-hmm. right and then like you guys like are years into like your building process but looking back do you feel like it was really wise that like I guess I don't know maybe I guess the first year or two that you guys weren't together all the time because I obviously because of the distance but Mm -hmm. the fact that you both and especially him had something else like that was really top priority instead of being super in the honeymoon phase Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts like do you feel like that contributed to the sustainability of your guys's relationship to now I I honestly don't know because it was so long ago and like we were trying to find our footing. I mean, I was just in college at that time and he was trying to figure out what he wanted to do. But I do think there's an importance of independence Mm -hmm. with it Mm -hmm. um, because we were attached at the hip. We've always been like very compatible, like best friends, always wanting to be together. So to have that distance, I think really taught us to be our own person Mm -hmm. and now that we do live together and we have been living together for so long, now we're like, oh, we need to learn to like remain independent but also as partners but Mm -hmm. you know like we do work together like under the same roof all the time now he's working on certain projects with me so we're trying to learn like navigate how do we still keep our independence Mm -hmm. but also you know have that partnership being attached at the hip yeah you know yeah so I guess was there looking back to when you're so you're 26 now let's say like 22 23 is there anything you would give advice to a girl around that age when it comes to balancing both like doing something for yourself Mm -hmm. having that independence because i do think that that often is the biggest struggle for Mm -hmm. people in that age range like just kind of 20s across the board but especially when you first graduate you still are hungry for that social aspect the Mm -hmm. relationship aspect i mean that's just who we are as humans but then you realize like oh shit i have to like get my career going like Mm -hmm. i have to kind of figure out the direction i want to go in so was there any is there anything like from your experience that you could kind of share like oh i feel like this really helped my path go Mm -hmm. in like a strong direction yeah i think prioritize yourself in the sense of like you can get a really ahead in life if you grind early on right Mm -hmm. and as fun as it is to be social and of course still stay social still Mm -hmm. go out with your friends but maybe don't you know transition that college lifestyle of like going out all the time and like not being productive with your time because you're hungover like don't let that transition over because like when I prioritized myself and said no to people Mm -hmm. and said like, you know, actually I'm going to go to the gym or actually I'm going to go write my workouts in, or I'm going to go film this YouTube video. Once I started doing that, I, I lowered my social life, but like my happiness went up because I was like focusing on the bigger picture with me, Yeah, you know? And even like when you said, you know, Michael was like, Hey, right now this, like we're still a priority, but this I'm going to prioritize it. I never took offense to it. That is so key. Which a lot of, like girls have said like oh my gosh like I've had girls come to me and be like what like how did you feel when he said this I'm like it wasn't a dig it was essentially like I'm doing this for my future I'm doing it for our future as partners and like you should also want to be excited about prioritizing yourself and like finding something on your own as well and it didn't mean like I never felt like he didn't prioritize me it was just like hey he's gonna work a lot and a lot of the times like when we were younger, I'd go to family events, I'd go to friend events right. and he was working. And yeah. I just was like, that's okay. Like, yeah. I'm going to support that because it's going to pay off in the end, hopefully for him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if that's a passion, I respect that, you mm-hmm. know. And it's something that made me think of, too, is like 
in my opinion, I feel like there are certain people that could get bothered by their partner who like work too much during mm-hmm. that chapter, during that building period. And it's often they're bothered because they're not doing something for themselves. Absolutely. That's why I was like, oh, that's so on point that you're like, you have to focus on yourself and do something for yourself as well. Because mm-hmm. then if you have nothing going and your partner is so focused on this and you're not kind of like going on the same path as them, mm-hmm. you will feel really left out. And then you start to resent them because Absolutely. they're doing something for themselves and you're not. 100%. I think that's when we had that talk in the beginning when he was like would you ever be interested in this like you know I could even help you find something you're passionate about Mm -hmm. I think that was his worry was I'm Uh, gonna be so smart I'm gonna be like outgrowing this phase of our life and you're gonna be just going a different route not that it's bad he just Mm -hmm. was like I don't know if that'll align in the future yeah so it I and I almost stumbled upon it like it was supposed to happen but I was like wow yeah you're totally right like I didn't like that thought of doing my nine to five job I didn't love. And Uh then like, I would just go out to drinks with friends, which is nothing wrong with it, but Mm -hmm. I wanted something more. So that's like when he was grinding after his job, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. then I was like, what am I doing? Like, I want to find a passion. So that's initially why I started going to the gym was because Mm -hmm. he was working. So I was like, I'm going to like, I've always been interested in my body. And like, I've always thought you could like sculpt it. And I thought that was like fascinating. So that's how I got into fitness, not even realizing I'd go down that route. Mm -hmm. I just was like, this will make me happy. I have this time Mm -hmm. and it's better for like spent doing this. Mm -hmm. That's bettering not only my body, but my mental health as well. You know, pretty insightful too. how you're sharing like he had a vision for himself and he wanted to ensure that you had a similar vision for Mm -hmm. yourself independently that you guys could go along the journey together because I it's funny to this morning I recorded an episode talking about understanding what you really want in a partner in your 20s and I feel like I I don't want to say it too early, but I feel like I kind of have cracked that code, at least in understanding it, not necessarily Mm -hmm. like actually successfully doing so, but like I actually understand what it is. And I feel like kind of like your example is that you 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 have to be able to each have your own vision and like Mm -hmm. work towards it. And that also means sacrificing certain things in your life Mm -hmm. during that chapter. So like you said, it could be like social or like your friends. Totally. Like we probably seemed really lame. I'm sure (laughs) we seem lame now sometimes when our friends, like, especially around our age group, like on the weekends, you know, they are like going to the football games or whatever, which is fun. I love to join them. But like I most of the time just don't have time anymore. So I'm like, I would love to, but you know, my life is very different now. Yeah. So I do think it's important though to like at least discuss your future, even if you don't know where you're going, like, Mm -hmm. hey, what are your values? Where would you like to end up? Mm -hmm. Because I don't know, I think like the 10-year plan, that overwhelms me, right? But at least like to know that you're going the same direction and like, hey, do you eventually see marriage or do you you, like some people, you know, want to get married young and have kids young and that's Mm -hmm. totally fine. You just Mm -hmm. have to be on the same page. Like him and I were always like, hey, this is my goal. What is your goal? And like, of course, there's compromise depending on what it is, right? But in the end, it's like, as long as you're moving towards the same path, Uh I think that's when you've like found a really amazing partner. Yeah. Because your 20s, it's hard. Like, Right, right. That's why. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think it was so fun to like start off with this topic because you are engaged and like you are in your 20s. And I feel like that obviously showcases like a level of success in relationships. I'm curious how do you guys navigate disagreements and differences? 
Is that like something you guys have done well, and especially to whether it's like in the personal side or like even business related? Because you guys both are like doing projects together sometimes. Uh-huh. Like, how does that work? Like, do you have any like general tips? Oh, tips! I like mean, just like yeah, yeah. like things that you found like have clicked in, in yeah. like your relationship habits. I think from the start we had very different communication styles. Yeah. So we Same. had to yeah, which is <laughs> like just been such a headache, you that, know. So that was my early headache. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of like oh, we need to open up. I like transparency. Sometimes he bottles things in, whatever, oh right? God. So, yeah, yeah. me. And so, I mean, I have like, the, yeah, no, same. I've experienced the same, but yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so I think like we had to navigate that like first and foremost. Like yeah. how do you communicate as not only a couple, but like friends as well? Right. And then now that we are working together more, we will, even when it comes down to like a business decision, mm-hmm. we will just both say our points mm-hmm. and like we can't let each other get heated. We have to be like, this is how I feel and it's because X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Like right now, like we even had a disagreement, I think a couple days ago about something that I didn't want and right. he did. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is my reasoning why. And right. then sometimes we get like a third opinion if it's like a business discussion, you know, like a partner or something Mm -hmm. that's helping us with it. But for the most part, we just try to like put it out on the table and really just say like, these are the pros and cons or like, this is why I believe this. And then a lot of compromise. Yeah. No, (laughs) I mean, no, it's funny because I think that's like everyone has disagreements. Like Mm -hmm. I think on social media, everyone sees like relationships are rainbows and butterflies Mm -hmm. and we all know it's not the case. And I just felt like, oh, maybe Sav has like knows a thing or two because she's getting engaged. She's engaged. She's getting married. Like you already kind of have like navigated that part of like what makes the early days of relationships I mean even just like relationships in general but like what makes them difficult Mm -hmm. is I think especially our generation we see a lot of success on like social media and like the photos and everything like that and then no one talks about the the common habits or like the commonality between successful relationships Mm -hmm. and what they do in those difficult times where like totally yeah ones that don't do well um like they're not able to overcome the obstacle and maybe it's because a lack of like knowledge on how to work through a disagreement Mm -hmm. or work through you know uh like understanding like the the compromise aspect you know yeah i think a lot of times people can be really stubborn in relationships we we all are stubborn for sure right like i also have my faults in that but Mm -hmm. i think it's like just a lot of practice and feedback being like i feel this way when you do this or you know like just even the way people receive love, mm-hmm. like, is completely different, right? Yeah. Like the, what is it called? The love the languages, love languages yeah. right? So yeah. even if it comes down to, like, um, I'm, like, missing hugs or, like, mm-hmm. affection or whatever, mm-hmm. I'll just tell him and be Love like, me. yeah, I'm like, hello, love me. I like, want a hug. I, and sometimes, like, he'll be so wrapped up in work. I know yeah. when he feels stressed out with work because it'll show because yeah. he'll be, like, distracted. And then I'll just be like, hey this would make me happy. Right. And then he's like, okay. And then vice versa. Like, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. think you have to communicate and not wait to bottle it up and yes. then blow up. But we've also done that. So yeah, it's yeah. like, I just think there's no such thing, which is obvious as a perfect relationship. Right. Right. But you're right online. Yeah. A lot of the times people only show that and right. I don't blame them because yeah. you don't necessarily have to, nor want to show that online. For right? sure. For like, sure. That's very private and intimate. And like, yeah. I really don't share my like 
uh, relationship online and Likewise. people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly, absolutely. People ask yeah. like, why don't you? I used to show them a lot more. Yeah. And then I remember just reading like threads about it that yeah. I was like, no, 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 this yeah. is my safe space. Right. Like, and of course I love having him in like a story or two, but I just don't feel the need to have him in like my fitness career right now kind of yeah. thing. Like, of course I'm going to share the wedding. Right. I love sharing him on my YouTube fan, like sees right. him all the time. Right. But I just think like, for to me that's sacred and like my I one person thousand percent agree with yeah. you i had someone ask me like my close friends obviously who you know know who i'm dating and they're just like are you ever gonna like post like why do you never like or if one time i posted like a brief video after our hike the other week because uh, i told you i went on that 12 mile hike uh-huh. and they're like oh is this a soft launch i'm like stop with the soft and hard launch you guys <laughs> like you know that trend that's going around where people are doing a soft yeah. launch when they're or at a, yes. i don't know who like like created that terminology but there's a soft launch and a hard launch i'm like dude i'm doing like neither i'm just like keeping it off and i think like the older you get the more private you become with Mm -hmm. that you know Mm -hmm. like i've just noticed that and i don't think it has to do with me sharing my life online i just think as a person yeah i just like become a little bit more private in general with like keeping things sacred and like i agree just mine you know like a special thing that i'm like not everybody has to know about right. our conversations yeah. and everything. You know, of course I tell my friends things, right. but like not everything where I used to when I was younger. Yeah. Right. You'd like gab to your best friend totally. about every single little detail, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if you're like me, someone would just might call you like out for it. Remember I told you the story the other week? The whole like yes, yes, <laughs> yes, sorry, yes. It just made so much sense when you yes. said like you <laughs> what want a to natural transition. I know, like you want to gab about everything. I'm like, yeah. So basically, the context, you guys, is I was sharing with a friend just like stuff going on in my life because I think that's what you normally do with close friends, and um, I think this person just wasn't accustomed to having close friends on top of having like intimate conversations where like you and I talk about life all the time we talk about Mm -hmm. different topics and so she's just not used to that from uh, like over time I reflected and observed like okay she's actually not used to it at all and my friend told me my guy friend who's really close to me he said like yeah obviously because I was questioning myself for a second I was like am I talking about something too much am I like you know going off the deep end am I annoying to people so I'd ask my friends who I know would give me an honest answer and they're like no not at all and the other one was like um no like I I don't think that of you at all but also not every friendship needs to be like a deep relationship type Mm -hmm. thing and he just knows I have a habit of like building strong relationships and this one just should be surface level like categorize it basically he was saying Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh interesting I mean like yeah I can do that it's just like I'm not used to just intentionally being a surface level friend to someone if that makes sense yeah you know what i mean yeah that is weird especially that that's like once again maybe where love language comes in right that you're like like even in friendships that yeah. might not be your style so yeah. you might not feel fulfilled what fulfills you <laughs> <I know. laughs> but like yeah. you might not actually feel fulfilled in that relationship so like naturally over time you might Right. I mean, like, why would you keep reaching out if, like, you don't? Exactly. If you like to get close to people, you like to get deep. Well, I think that's how you can. That's the only way to have a fulfilling relationship, right? Like, like if if a relationship is really fulfilling when 
it, that's why like the close friends and family are like the ones that we consider like super fulfilling mm-hmm. relationships because we're able to like open up with them and like be vulnerable in certain aspects that we can't with other people like that's yeah. kind of the point of who we are that's why I was so confused and I had this person she was like I just like don't want to hear about your guy or your dating life or like your life like talking about this like it's just like annoying and I was like oh shoot okay you should have been like then you should find a different friend I know that's what you should have said in the end when you told me that I was like my mouth was just like wide open I literally just responded very neutral and I was like oh like you know and to me I was just surprised I was like oh maybe I was like actually like oh maybe I should check myself like maybe I am doing this and so I would ask friends that I know I talk about certain topics with a lot and I was like do you think I talk about this too much and they're like no I like you're my friend like I want to hear what you want to talk about I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay like yeah never mind I think I'm good <laughs> and sometimes I think you just like naturally have those weird breakups with friends yeah like where it's it was, not it was, like, compatible. weird because I don't even know if it was a breakup but I just kind of like assume it like kind of is or it's yeah. hard to recover from that in a way absolutely or also just kind of like icky like you know you don't you also just in general don't want to be around people that don't give you you the the best vibes yeah right so I feel like it was more like that it was like okay this is we're not in alignment and they could have like approached it in a different way if that's how they felt but that's where I'm like I just don't think you guys would have even carried on as friends for sure for sure no matter what even if like your friend was like oh just categorize it as this like yeah yeah yeah. superficial then you'd secretly the entire time be like am i talking too much about myself right right you would just that's that's all you'd think about right and then i can't be myself so then like you then Then why is it why are you friends because (laughs) i love like as an adult you can literally just like not be friends with someone if you don't want to. Remember mm-hmm. in school when you'd have to like tolerate people you could not stand? <laughs> you know, like that was one of the things in my college, like being in a sorority, I had to like oh, tolerate some same. crazy people and they'd be mean, whatever it is, yeah, right? Yeah. Or now I'm like, I love that as an adult. Mm-hmm. I, if I just don't want to be near somebody, mm-hmm. I just choose not to. Yeah. Of course, it's hard if you are like working at a job, mm-hmm. then yeah, you do have to tolerate them. Right. But like at least in a job, you can like limit hopefully some like time that you have to spend with them whether it's even just like limiting it to meetings or whatever it is right yeah okay wait I want to dive into mindset because I feel like you have a really positive mindset on life and just like a good mindset I know I know what I mean I think that translates into how you are as a friend because when I met you on zoom even I at the time I remember I posted it on my story like at somewhere while I was promoting the episode a year ago that like you just had really good energy i was like sab has really good energy and i just met her on zoom like i and at the time too i thought we would the where we were gonna meet was miami but then i think you moved Uh uh-huh i guess sooner than later like to puerto rico than like staying in miami and i thought we would i thought we were gonna cross paths in miami but we crossed paths here i know (laughs) because now i'm in new york (laughs) just always everywhere yeah but wait i don't even remember how did we even get connected though for the podcast i think i just reached out to you because i just think found I, it. yeah i think i found you and i just think like it was obviously my podcast has transitioned a bit but i think in general i love talking about mindset mm-hmm. your framework and approach to life mm-hmm. and that includes like your career your relationships your health all that stuff mm-hmm. and so i think i was like i feel like she has a really good mindset i mean and i you know as a former athlete too i just like am attracted to like being around athletic people and like fitness oriented people because they have a level of discipline that is just you you don't know until you do it type thing. So I was like, she definitely has some good shit to say. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, I did my creeping on you. Oh, and did I, you? Oh, absolutely. Oh, and I was listening to your podcast. I love listening to it. Aww. So 
I absolutely agree. You have such good energy as well. And you're very outspoken. Whenever I describe you to my friends, like my friend Emily, you would love her. She's very much herself and outspoken. Oh, which like not a lot of people do in general, right? Like they're usually big people pleasers. I'm a people pleaser. So I feel, oh oh, yeah, like to the core. And so I like, cause you're like, don't take that. Usually like you're very assertive (laughs) with it, you know? Yeah. You don't yeah. let people walk over you, and I love that. I don't. Yeah, there's a lot of pros and cons, which we can do a tangent on that, but I think you probably, I don't know if you saw this on my close friend story, but basically I posted how there's this one guy that ghosted me exactly a year ago. Did you see yes. that on my story? Wait, wasn't this last night that you posted I it? I posted I know your life. Yes. Yeah, and basically I had mentioned this story of this ghost, like, like over a year like no like maybe last december sometime like last winter i mentioned this and then recently he he reached out in april Uh and he asked me if i was still in new york he lives here which why would you not be right so i'm like (laughs) and he knew where i was like moving to he knew which building i was moving to because he was in when i was trying to find an apartment no because he was trying to help me find an apartment and when i settled on one he knew which one it was Uh he's in my neighborhood so i'm like you know where I am. So it was kind of dumb for him to ask, like, are you still in New York when I know he knows? He's but trying to strike up a combo. I know. So then I didn't respond to it. And then last night he texted me again and he's like, I guess not because he followed off his last text because I was... From April? Yeah. Wow. And I'm like... You bugged him. I know. I'm like, well, no, because he ghosted me. <laughs> no, I know. But I'm saying, like, he's thinking about oh, you Oh, I now. know. And I'm just like, it was I weird because I did... I crossed his building the other day because uh-huh. he's in my neighborhood, and the thought occurred to oh, me. Oh, so he lives here now? Yeah, he's been here for oh, like he's 10 been years. Here. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. Okay, so okay. I met him in New York when I was still in LA, and this okay. was like right as I was moving to New York, and we were talking for like two months. Okay. Um, and basically, a year ago, we were like, we had plans to go to lunch. This was like, you know, towards like the end of the second month of us talking, and we had plans to go to lunch. It's Saturday. 11 a.m. I text him to confirm, hey, like, we're still good for lunch. Like, no response. (gasps) You had a proper ghost? No, I mean, like, not even, like, a proper ghost because, well, I mean, this was, like, the most abrupt ghost ever. Yeah. I I thought usually it's, like, you know, you start to fade out slowly. Uh This one was, like, we were talking the night before. (gasps) Ooh. Yeah. Hardcore. Yeah. We've all had that, though. This was my first one. I've never had anything extreme. No, usually (laughs) it's, like, like a fade out. It's usually, like, you start to distance and it's, like, okay, you're supposed to catch on type thing, right? This guy's older, too. He's always been very direct. He's a CEO. Mm -hmm. So I'm, like, why the fuck did you just not, like, say, like, why you know you could have just told me yeah uh you know whatever's going on whatever or if you don't want to see me more like that's fine i re- like i'm yeah. direct so you know, like you said right there yeah, absolutely. Spoken, so i would just tell you if i don't want to so, see so you. respectful 100 I, I follow off that day I remember like around three i'm like are you good and just no res- like that was how it was left and i oh remember i was still thinking about him when i moved here so september rolls around like it's our labor day weekend and i just text him hey like how are you he reads it. No response. So oh, get this. my gosh. A year later comes back, comes back. And, like, I didn't respond to him in April because I was like, this is not worth my time. Like, if you're going to start out with an apology, I'll respond. Uh-huh. But he doesn't. So I'm like, leave it. He hits me up last night. And he's like, like, so I guess not. I'm like, no, I certainly am. So I responded. And you basically, did. yeah, because I was going to be Good blunt. And I just wanted to know, like, why I said, you know, why are yeah. you reaching out? And he apologized. and But it just wasn't – it was – yeah, it was – kind of like interesting because i was like i always kind of wanted the apology but yeah. never expected to get it because i also was never planning to talk to him again yeah. didn't think much of it he was he had great qualities like we had compatible things i just wasn't sure in terms of 
his personal growth might be something he needed to work on and that mm-hmm. had we dated longer i might have we might have crossed that path and i might have like not felt aligned anyway so i wouldn't know but wait what was the excuse well what was the explanation he just said he had stuff going on during that time and he didn't deal with it in the right way so I, I told him I appreciated that he acknowledged. I hope he doesn't listen to this. I, I know I'm like, whoa. Yeah, it's You're funny. like, I never share my dating life. <laughs> I know. Well, no, I don't. I don't share like who Names. I'm currently dating. Names, I don't. Yeah. yeah, but like past stories. I mean, this is like some some dude from a year ago. Yeah, you know, totally. so it's like totally fine. Absolutely. But moral of the story is, you know, everyone they say they they always come back and mm-hmm. they do, mm-hmm. and that's why I posted on my story. They come back to check in for a second. They always time. do, especially no, if yeah. they do you wrong. You know, know, then they always come back. Yeah, and I was. And just, when you're yeah. flourishing, always come back. He asked me. He's like, "How are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm doing real well. <laughs> I'm doing real good. How are you?" Yeah, you're like, "I'm doing fantastic, yeah. actually." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, things could be better for me." I'm like, "Oh, no. I hate that." I know. Oh my, that's an immediate no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, and I'm like, I'm like, what is this business it's related? It's like a pity thing, or I yeah. don't know. It's so weird. He runs a very high stress type of business, but and it's so, almost like a. It's been like a year kind of thing, and you still feel this way. Yeah. I almost like, like you said, I need someone positive. I know. So like when someone, whenever I ask, like, of course, you know, be honest, but like he doesn't know you that well now to even be like, oh, it's been better. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was just saying like things are like... Like, they're good, but, like, uh-huh. yeah, they could be better. And I'm like, okay. I this think is it, Emily and I when we go yeah, to this dinner. Yeah, is, this is actually a natural <laughs> conversation, you guys, when we are at lunch or, like, on a long walk. This uh-huh. is actually oh, yeah. precisely us. Like, we'll yes. go off squirrel, on tangents. Squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. And then we'll be, like, wrapping back to something I said 20 minutes ago. <laughs> like I wasn't us. done with it. We'll be on, like, a six-mile walk. And, yeah. like, where we started from, I was like, oh, wait, so that thing, by the way, it's yeah. like, we'll just go back to it. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but I think I was just pointing out how they always come back, and um, that's right. I got it. Mm, okay. Direct. <laughs> you told me I don't let people walk over me. Oh, okay. There we go. I remember <laughs> that. Was it a now. Full yeah, I know. <laughs> Basically, that was an example where, like, I responded to him, but I wasn't caving in in any way. Mm-hmm. I actually was very direct with him, you know, like asking, I went straight to the point. I was like, why are you reaching out? Like, I wasn't yeah. being softy with yeah. him. Like, oh my God, he hit me back up. Like, that's great and all, and I'm flattered. And honestly, I knew you were going to hit me up again because, like, I mean, come on. Like, you were going to hit me up. Mm-hmm. It was your loss. But at the same time, like, why? Like, it was just so weird because we had something pretty good going and it just literally zero. Like, dead silent. Did he say why then? I mean, honestly, like, he wants to, like, grab coffee and, like, oh. talk. And I'm like just too little too late i know and it's like i have no interest in that department but a part of me does want to know like one of my friend has it one of my friends has a theory he's a, he's a guy and he's just like i think he had a girlfriend during that time and I i'm was like literally thinking okay. that when you told me this story i think the 100 sus. yeah everyone like my guy I think friends he blocked you to hide it or something he didn't even block me oh. i just think he, he just like completely went silent yeah like he must have maybe like went all in with someone else like I don't know that it's weird. I think it's weird if he was going through something. I do think if you guys did have this good connection, yeah. the least you could say is like, "Hey, I'm dealing with something right That's now." That's why I was surprised. I told That's him that, that kind I was of surprised yeah. he didn't at least say that part. But that then he again, was... he could have also just been like, "I'm vibing with someone else." You yeah, know? I honestly, I usually have a good sense when someone else is like when they're talking to someone else as well. And by like, I usually like don't mind if depending on where we're at in Mm -hmm. the relationship, so to speak. But I don't know, usually like I, I know that he had he was dating someone for seven years on and off. 
And I just Ooh. speculate if this was during a period that they were off mm-hmm. and they kind of were slowly jumping back in and yeah. then he had to like basically drop me. Huh. So yeah, so I don't know. Sounds I just, like yeah, you dodged a bullet with this person. I know. So I, I think so. Yeah, but it's absolutely. like it's kind of like entertaining being on the other side where I don't have the emotions there anymore. You yeah. know, I mean I remember last year I actually really <clears throat> liked him, so I was kind of mm-hmm. like in my head about it for a while. And then I remember tangent was basically I went out that night by myself and just met amazing people and had the best time and it just kind of boosted my confidence because I realized like I am great on my own like you Mm -hmm. know this dude like he's gonna he's gonna come back slowly and I didn't even think like when he came back in April texting me I just like let it go just gonna be like come on dude like just move on and then when he hits me up again four months later I'm like okay you know what you want to you want to have a conversation I'm gonna ask you right now what happened Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so, so, okay, yeah. you're going to have to let me know. I know. I will, I will give you the tea yes. for sure. Okay, but back to mindset. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> See, I love hearing dating Squirrel. stories. Because, I know, like, dating stories are fun, though. I haven't dated in, like, so long kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, by the way, I have to just say, too, if we love this dating story, this guy is 36, so that's uh-huh. why I was even more surprised because I date older, as you know, but, I, you know, he runs a company, he has employees. Mm-hmm. He was very direct with me the whole time. That's why, out of, of all things, was very surprised that he was not mm-hmm. direct enough to be like, hey, Emily, like, just stuff's going on. Like, can't make it. Like, even if you were that blunt, at least you said it would have allowed me to, like, check out a lot yeah. faster. But I was like, what? Some people, though, it's, it's just like an easy cop out. It right? is, but it's I don't just know. A, Maybe you can't, you I'm can't keep racking your brain with it. I'm naive to think that when you're older, you would do, like, the proper th- way. So that's on me. I always did mm. think, like, you know, when you're older, you at least have the balls to be, like... Totally. Yeah, like, I, yeah. you know yourself more. Right. You also know you wouldn't want that done to you. Right. I mean, I did that to a guy, like, a couple months ago when he asked me for, like, a second date. And I just told him, like, totally down to, like, go out for lunch, whatever, dinner even. But I didn't want to be transparent with you. Like, I just want to be friends. And his response was a little icky. He was like, LOL, I thought that's what we were. Oh, but and he took yeah, me right. to Nobu for our first date for four hours. So I'm like, if that's what you, you do for your friends, like, his ego. give me the perk. Yeah. yeah. But then interestingly enough, he actually like was okay, like hit me up again, like a couple months later. And like we went out actually as a group for dinner and we're friends now. Oh, good. We're good friends. But it was just kind of like interesting the way he handled it. But I, I wanted to make sure I was very transparent from because I didn't feel yeah. that connection with him. Yeah. And I, I'm the type of girl that would never waste someone's time because I just think that's disrespectful. Totally. Yeah. You know, I'm about to spill some tea right I here. I want some tea. About Michael, oh, my yes. fiance. So I had gotten out of a relationship when I met him, mm-hmm. like maybe a month before I met him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Michael kept asking me out. And I was like, no, no. Like we met through a mutual friend. And yeah. I was like, I don't want to go out. Like I'm trying to be alone. Right. Just got out of a re- relationship. And he was like, okay, no worries. And then like a week later, he like, want to go to a museum? Want to get ice cream? Whatever. Aww. So I was always like interested in him. Mm-hmm. So I finally agree. We go. We hit it off. And I'm like, this is so fun. But then that ex-boyfriend, like we were still figuring things out in the oh. sense of like we weren't really dating, yeah. but like I don't know. I, I've never really dated much, period. Right. So, like, Michael's my only, like, really, like, long-term relationship mm-hmm. other than that one guy I dated in college. Right. And we – I don't even remember how long we dated. Like, six mm-hmm. months. He was so, like, yeah. not serious. Mm-hmm. But with Michael, um, I remember he texted me, like, maybe two days after our first date and was mm-hmm. like, can I take you to dinner? Mm-hmm. And I was like – Ooh, and I just met up with that ex-boyfriend okay. and just, we were just talking, being yeah. like, 
Do we still want to try and date? Honestly, it's been so long. I can't even tell you why we really broke up other Uh than I just remember like us not being compatible, even like like our relationship styles, our communication. It was just Mm -hmm. always a battle to be with this guy. So when Michael asked me out, I was like, no, actually, like I want to be open with you and transparent. My ex-boyfriend and I like decided we're going to try and date again. And Michael was like, oh, okay, like no worries. Like we can stay friends. Aww. Right? I'm like, said this to like my future husband. I had no That's idea. So, so, I sad. Love this. so sad. So sad. So sad. I still hang out, like, I'm best friends with one of his roommates. That's yeah. how we met. So I still would go over to their house. Uh-huh. And also, like, keep in mind, this ex boyfriend literally did not even last like a day. I okay. was like, I cannot, you have not changed. Right. Like, it was like, I was young. I was like right. 20, We've been right? There. We've yeah. been there. Yeah. So we were just like, you know, we're better off, like, not doing this. And we mm-hmm. went, you know, cordial ways, whatever. So then, I would, like, go hang out with my friend at Michael's house. Mm-hmm. And, like, I regretted doing this to Michael. But uh-huh. I had to be open with him. I couldn't be, like, right. oh, I can't. I just push him off from this date and be, like, oh, maybe next time. Like, I wanted to be, like, hey, I, I have to be so transparent in right. anything I do. I cannot lie. I, I barely would even talk to boys in general. So right. I was, like, oh, my gosh, two guys? What the heck? Yeah, so then, love that. Yeah, so I'd run into him. And he was, like, so mad at me, like, secretly. Michael. Like, he was offended. Really? That I... Was honest? No, I think he was just offended that I didn't want to date. Like, I think oh. it, he just was like, what the heck? Like, I did everything right. Like, I it was yeah, a great yeah, date yeah. kind of That's thing. That's so true, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, I want to date you. So then he would, like, do these little things. Like, I'd be with my friend Mark, and he'd be like, hey, Mark, you look great. Hey, Sav. And, like, he would just, like, do these little digs oh, just to be – because he knew. And he knew it didn't work out with the ex-boyfriend. So then he's almost like, why haven't you talked to me kind of thing. Oh, so then, my God. That's so cute. Right? So then I'm like – Maybe say three or four months pass. Uh-huh. Um, I regret it, and I remember telling my mom like, "Oh, I thought this guy was really cute. He was so sweet, but like, I can't. Like, I ruined it with the whole situation with the ex boyfriend." She was like, "Ooh, yeah, like definitely not." And then, uh-huh. as I'm telling my mom this, it's like Thanksgiving break. I get a text from Michael being like, "Want to go on a hike?" Because he like stalked my Instagram and saw I like to hike, like a. <sighs> normal Seattle person does. Right, right, right. And I was like, oh my gosh, mom, it's him. And so we went on a hike. Yeah. And he, he, I think, knew that I'd broken up clearly with this guy, right? Like nothing had ever worked out through that. Right. Because he'd like randomly see me and clearly I was single. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But he said like, oh yeah, I was going to keep trying until we could date kind of thing. So I feel like sometimes when guys do keep trying, it's not necessarily they always want to just stay friends. They might be like, hey, are you single again? Yeah, yeah. And like it worked out for us, right? Yeah. And then we went on that hike and we left and it was like we left holding hands and it was it's been great ever since then. Oh my god. But I just Wait, look, that's so cute. I think it's so funny because I don't tell people that version of the story. I'm usually like, Yeah, we met because it's so complicated <laughs> yeah, and Michael's yeah, yeah. like still like to this day, he'll be like, Yeah, like she blew me off that is for this so ex-boyfriend funny. that didn't even work out. Yeah. And yeah, that's actually what happened. But at least I was honest with the man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the honesty thing is so important, especially as a girl, like I don't know. I mean, I think we do have advantages of being able to kind of, I mean, both do, but I think like the girls, look, if you are having a girlfriend conversation, we talk about who's dating who, Mm -hmm. this date, that date last week, the next week's date, like all this stuff when you're in the early dating phase. So again, like it's, it's really fun, but I think at the same time, when you think you put yourself in the guy's shoes or like whoever's shoes, you just want to make sure like you are getting, you are treating them the way you would want to be treated. Mm -hmm. Because if someone's like talking to multiple girls, that's fine. But if you're kind of like 
give me the vibe that you're being casual, I think I'll catch on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I won't assume. But if you, like, try to treat me like girlfriend material and then you are doing this exact same thing to another girl, that yeah. would be very conflicting. You totally. know what I mean? Yes. So I think it's, like, important. And same thing. That's why I would never go on a second date with a guy because I don't want to waste his time and his money Absolutely. when I don't have the same intention as he might have yeah. going in with me. Totally. It would make know? me feel icky about the whole yeah. situation. I'd have to be like, this is it. Right. Like, and I told him, too. I'm like, and, and if you don't, like, the, the guy I said, I just want to be friends. I'm like, if you don't want, if that doesn't work for you, I totally understand. Like, I'm understanding to that. But if you're down for it, like we can get lunch like happy like we'd love to chat and catch up and mm-hmm. that's where he was like i thought that's what we were i'm like okay i mean and then I'm, I'm glad that he overcame it because he we he hit me up again later on and yeah. we were, were yeah. able to go out but i was like i don't know i think over time guys will respect you even if, if in the moment their ego was hurt i think months or at least a year or two later they'll look back and respect that you were at least yeah. direct and honest with them oh you yeah. know what i mean 100 percent. yeah so I think that's – but also I like that Michael was persistent. Yeah, Because right? I think that is such – in my – like for me personally, I would want a guy that is persistent with me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, more or less chasing in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like always chasing, but at the same time, like if you if you want to be with me, then like show me. Totally. You know? And I like wasn't really one to date a lot, like period. Right. I just was always doing hobbies mm-hmm. or I was big on just like hanging out with my friends. Like yeah. I was never – really focused on ever finding relationship. So for me to even have that ex-boyfriend was like out of the blue. Like Mm -hmm. I was friends with that guy before I even dated him. It Mm -hmm. was mostly like, that's maybe when I date somebody. So for him to be like so persistent was almost because I just was used to being like, no, I actually like being alone. Like, no. And also I just didn't like tolerating guys like in college trying to date because Mm -hmm. my college was very party they'd ask you to like parties as a date and I was just not into that I was like no thank you (laughs) I was never wanting to do any of that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so for him to actually be like like it stood out to me he was like hey you want to go to a museum yeah like something that I would actually enjoy not just like let's go get drinks in a fratty basement ew no thank you no I totally agree with that makes so much sense too because I said to my friends uh one of the things that stands out about my current guy is that we go to interesting things. Like, we went to the museum, yeah. like, the other weekend. And then we went to the beach. And we went on the hike up in Cold Spring. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so it's it's so different from what I'm used to, which is guys taking me either on nice dinners or, like, mm-hmm. getting cocktails. And which – a lifestyle that I love, but yeah. I need adventure as well. I need something different. Mix it up. Yeah. You know, I want to, like – go um you know on a motorcycle like things like that I don't know just like random shit to be honest yeah Yeah. absolutely and it was like I I think he would try like one time he asked me to end this man tried so many times he Mm -hmm. asked me to enter a volleyball tournament with him one time because we both weirdly played volleyball okay so like we both had our own like club teams and things like that like a rec team so we were like nerdy volleyball players like that but he would keep trying, and I was like, no, that sounds weird. I wouldn't know anyone on the team. Yeah. Then he'd ask me to coffee, and I'd beg I don't have time because I was also working for the university. Wow. And, like, <clears throat> I just wanted to be alone. I don't know. I just was like, eh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Y- you're cute, but I just, like. Did he ever tell you why he was, like, willing to be persistent? Like, do you guys ever have, like, a. Your, I'll have to ask know? him. I mean, yeah. like, I think he just said he knew that he, he was interested, like, wanted to date. Yeah. But there was this one time when he did ask, he asked me to, like, a like an art gallery or something like that that was yeah. at the university mm-hmm. and I actually got like violently ill that night Aww. I had a f- the flu and like oh. he I remember him texting me being like can I bring you chicken soup chicken noodle soup whatever Aww. right and I'm like 
deathly ill in yeah. my bed. I am like puking every five minutes. I yeah. remember all my roommates like went out that night and I'm like crying because I'm in so much pain. Aww. And to this day, he doesn't believe that. He thinks I blew him off. Oh, Because really? I agreed. I finally agreed to this date because I was like, oh, this actually sounds cool. Like an oh, art gala, whatever is... it was. Like, And then I actually got the flu. And he like still, he's like, I don't believe it happened. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is so funny. But I love that he ended up staying persistent. Yeah. You know, I think it's endearing, but also if you're not into it, yeah. like if you're not interested into the, in mm-hmm, the guy, mm-hmm. I think that's when you're like, yeah, that is because I much. have had yeah. some guys that have pursued and I'm like, dude, I am not into you. Yeah. But I was like always curious about him. So I was yeah. like, mm, oh, let him sweat it out a little bit. Yeah. How do you like, so you wake up early. Uh-huh. I always like see your stories as I'm waking up baby. and I'm like, fuck like she's awake already mm-hmm. having her coffee sitting on the patio with, love it <laughs> uh with um your dog and it's just so cute i'm like shit i'm i'm running behind like i'll be up at 6 30 that's oh, why I'm i like, feel like 6 30 is early too yeah but like i feel behind when i'm like seeing you already up 45 minutes ago you know like michael gets up at like five and then i get up at 5 30 yeah but since we were living in new york for the summer and the city doesn't sleep yeah we'd stay up later right right how like, do you do it well, we were sleeping in, yeah, like to seven, whatever. Like, okay, six thirty was like a good day for us. Mm-hmm. And then last week, Michael was like, "Oh, I don't really like sleeping in like this. I feel like I'm not being productive." Mm-hmm. So then he like set his alarm for five, just forced himself to get up. Yeah, but like I hear his alarm, and he like gets out of bed, and then he goes and meditates, and then like after fifteen minutes, I hear him like walking around. Yeah. so it wakes me up again. Right, and then I'm like, okay, I like. Let me get up too now. Like this will motivate me. So then I follow after him Mm -hmm. after like 15 minutes or something like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, it just like to me, I like when the world's quiet Mm -hmm. and I'm the only one up, even though there's other time zones, of course. But I just love getting so much work done. Like today we got up at, I think he did five, I did 530. Yeah. And I, edited so many videos. I went to a coffee shop wow. at 7 a.m. Oh, wow. I worked for two hours till nine. Then I came back. I filmed. I did so much with my time because I'm like very productive in the morning. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, it, it just is like your style of work. I used right. to be a night owl, but yeah. also night owl meant I would scroll on social media mm-hmm. and I just was not doing any justice for my mental health. Mm-hmm. So I learned Real early on, I've been doing this for years that I just like put my phone on do not disturb. Yeah. And even if I'm alone, like even if he's not there, I just mm-hmm. won't go on social media at night. Like right. I just, you're, it's just like a rabbit hole if you do. Right. Yeah. Do how, you, when you live alone, like how do you limit well, that it's, kind of stuff? So it's hard because when I lived in a one bedroom in LA, it was uh-huh. easier because I left my phone in the bathroom and it was just like it was really easy to charge so i always wanted to keep my phone in a different room outside of the bedroom so mm-hmm. then when the alarm would go off i'd physically have to get up to go turn it off mm-hmm. and by then the the length of the walk was long enough where it was like pointless to go jump back in bed mm-hmm. but i think if the walk is short which is so weird but like i found myself like wanting to come back to bed uh-huh. so like it has to be like a long enough walk to like get me out but anyways i feel like that's really helpful because then i'm off my phone and i usually try to read before i go to bed because mm-hmm. i fall asleep reading but um it can be tough yeah. because what we both do is very phone social media oh, like yeah. emails oriented so you know and we're always like recording things and all yeah. that so it's really tough but i feel i find like leaving my phone in a different room when i'm sleeping is helpful but Waking up early is hard because I don't go to bed early enough. That's when do you go my to dilemma. Bed? Uh, I try to go to bed by like 10, 10.30, but usually it's like 11.30. 
So, like, me trying to get up at, like, 6, like, I might be groggy, you know, Mm -hmm. depending on, like, when my REM sleep is, like, you know. So, if I'm waking up where I'm not too groggy, it's fine. But the other day, I had to wake up at 4 to do this Empire State Building, like, shoot, which you might have saw. I don't know if you saw the photos, but basically, it was a sunrise shoot. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. It was with, like, a bunch of other creators for Uh World Photography Day. Oh, that's amazing. But I was, like so tired by the evening i'm like yeah oh, yeah that's hard but then that almost sets you up for success for the next day if you go to bed early yeah right like yeah. even last night i think we went to bed like we were in bed by 9 or 9 30 mm-hmm. so then like we'll fall asleep within like 15 that 20, so 30 smart, minutes being in bed by so like 9, at least yeah. just get into bed yeah. that way like your brain is like okay it's time to sleep because if i stay on the couch i'm gonna stay awake right, right right so if i'm in bed like i just naturally my body's like you can relax you're safe like you yeah. can, this is where you go to sleep yeah how do you keep a positive mindset with all of like the external noise that you have to deal with being in the social media world i'm I, really curious yeah I used to let it get to me. Like, about a year ago when I lived in Miami, I, like, discovered threads about influencers, Mm. just, like, random platforms like Reddit. And they're all, like, these crazy accusations. Yeah. Yeah, Like, oh, the things they were saying were just, like, so outlandish and untrue, right? Mm -hmm. And it was even about my friends, too, in the space. Oh, wow. But, like, I let that consume me like for a week one time yeah. and I was like what am I doing like I this isn't why I did this mm-hmm. I did this to like make an impact I did this for all the people that I am helping mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't let a tiny percent of people like affect my mood this much then they yeah. win right yeah so I just don't look anymore right I just like ignorance is bliss I don't want to know yeah and if I ever get rude comments like i just block them delete them like i know some people are like it helps engagement or they're like they keep it i can't i'm like this is my energy and this is my space and Mm -hmm. like i just i don't want this to keep coming up because Mm -hmm. if you don't you know get rid of it sometimes they come back and they swing harder right right so i've just learned over the years and like luckily i don't have too much of it right? right like my content, there's not a lot of, like, controversial things or right. anything that, like, would bring up a ton of people. 100%. But everyone does get hate no matter what. Even, yeah. I get that question so many times from people being like, I want to start social media, but yeah. I'm scared of being judged or hated. And, like, it comes you will always get it. Yeah. yeah. And you're not – not everyone's going to love you and that's okay because right. you could – I always think of, like, I could work a job at a dentist office right. and I could have someone working there not like me right. working at a – there that is to some spectrum right Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. michael's sister she's one of my best friends and that's she works at dentist office and she doesn't love some people there and so that's how i envision it is like you're always gonna have someone that doesn't love you or you don't like them whatever it is right like you're gonna have negativity in your life Mm -hmm. mine just unfortunately is online right but it comes with the territory and you just have to remind yourself and like wire your brain to be like Listen to the ones that you do make an impact mm-hmm. and don't let the ones that are so negative scream at you. Because yeah. sometimes it, it literally will sound like they're screaming and the I other know. ones are whispering, right? I, know. I also think <sighs> you like attract the energy you want. Right. So if you have like a really negative mindset and you're always negative, you're going to get those kinds of negative mm-hmm. people. But if you keep that like good energy always and that's all you try to produce and like shed on shed i don't even know if that's the proper term but like <laughs> shedding light on it yeah you will find your kind of community mm-hmm. and there's always going to be those stragglers that come in that are just crazy right yeah. and you almost have to just be like 
I feel really sorry for you because mm-hmm. no one in their right mind would like become a troll that yeah. I would know, right? right. Like that's, that's so, so weird. That is true. Like who think actually about it. think about it? You may <laughs> disagree with I'm trying to like Haley Bieber. I don't know. And like I would never go to Haley Bieber's page and be like, yeah. Like I would just yeah. maybe say it to a friend. Right. But I would just oh, would never so true. because once again, if you put that energy out, you're gonna get it back. Right. So like, why would you do that? Like, yeah. Treat people how you want to be treated. If they didn't want you to come at them, for sure. Don't do it. You know. For sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's finish off with two things. One, what is like a mindset or motto that you live by and that you feel like has really impacted your life and like just your everyday life Ooh, that's fun yeah i would say it's cheesy but like the saying of you can't see change if you don't change Ooh, I like mm, that. Snappers. <laughs> but like in the sense of i at least for me mm-hmm. a lot like not only my like physique goals that i had or my mm-hmm. fitness journey it was also in my life I had to like rewire my brain for a lot of the things that I was raised on and things like I wanted Mm -hmm. a different life as I became an adult but that also meant I had to put in the hard work and like actually change like whether it was my actions my mindset like Mm -hmm. do the really hard mentality work Mm -hmm. and like face yourself or like even when it comes to my finished journey Mm -hmm. like I couldn't just be like oh I really want to have this certain physique but Mm -hmm. then if I was just doing the same workouts that I used to do right. of like the elliptical and then doing abs for 10 minutes and right. calling good, I wasn't going to get that physique. Right. So I just think it's like it It sounds like a no-brainer, but sometimes it just hits you. Like, you're like, I'm not even changing. Why right. am I expecting to see change if I'm not even putting the effort in and like trying to get uncomfortable with it? Right, right. You know? I, I agree with that in, in that in order to sh- have a shift in your life, you mm-hmm. have to be willing to – actually create that shift like force that shift to happen which is a change and it's Mm -hmm. uncomfortable which is why like I like the concept of moving Mm -hmm. because you do have to like physically change you're physically changing your environment the people that you frequently see Mm -hmm. all of that which I think is usually just like the scariest moving is probably the biggest change that most people are scared of and I'm so glad I left LA for Mm -hmm. New York because I at one point didn't think I was going to I thought I was gonna settle down and stay in southern california yeah so i'm really glad well, it's I'm easy here. to i know you know i know and it's comfortable very yeah. comfortable and it's hard when you do leave at first mm-hmm. like i was so sad when i left socal right yeah. i was like what am i doing i created yeah. this life like the beach the people and yeah. then like slowly you kind of are like okay that's like newport emily mm-hmm. or okay that was huntington sav yeah like michael and i had to have this conversation one time because i was so sad about it mm-hmm. and like sad about leaving everything i knew and all my friends and i just like didn't know what to do with myself yeah and he was like you have to figure out who you are on your own right no matter where you live yeah so like now figure out at the time we were living in miami he's like mm-hmm. you gotta figure out miami sav now yeah. it's puerto rico sav now it's yeah. new york sav where now you're like new york emily mm-hmm. which is very different from like like when you probably were last here. Right. So it's like 100%. And then and then I feel like it gets easier, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like at least I've moved so many times yeah. now that I'm like well, it's just building a muscle, any... right? Yeah, like that's why absolutely. I that's why I encourage people to do it sooner than later like when mm-hmm. you're younger because you can take bigger risks uh-huh. and like you aren't thinking about it as much like you're not yeah. going to get in your head about it as much when you're you know after high school compared to in your mid-20s when you start to think about I don't know like your your future adult life whether mm-hmm. you want to be like a young mom or like all those things right like I just I moved to California when I was 18 yeah. so I literally left east coast for west coast and called it a day 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> called <laughs> called it a day. Said we move in. <laughs> we move in. Okay, last thing. Uh, something I always ask, but what fulfills you? I definitely oh. asked you this in I know. your first round, but I like, wonder what I even said. Yeah, so we can compare. Ooh, what fulfills me? Yeah. Wait, give me more context. Like, what do you mean? Like, I guess like when you think about like what makes life fulfilling and purposeful. Uh-huh. What are the fir- What is the first thing, or what are the first things that come to mind? Ooh, okay, relationships. Yeah, you know, but like. I don't only think of, like, friends and family and my significant other, but I also think, like, your own relationship with yourself. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think sometimes if I'm, like, not kind to myself or, like, I used to have such a bad viewpoint of who I was mm. that, like, I wasn't happy. So right. then once I fixed, like, my mentality and, like, we always still work on it, right? There's right. days that suck and there's days that are great. Yeah. But, like, I think that is, like, if I'm at peace with myself mm-hmm. and, like, moving towards who I want to become yeah, and, like, doing the best I can for myself and for others, mm-hmm. then it'll like reflect in every aspect of my life, if that makes sense. 100%. Mm-hmm. I agree. Relationships for me has always been like the top pillar. So mm-hmm. I love that you said that. Yes, I love it. <laughs> well, thank you for uh-huh. coming on for yes. another Raw Talk. Thank you for having me. This was fun, guys. This was, this was in person. This mm-hmm. one should definitely go on YouTube. So hopefully mm-hmm. we'll get the full Emily's going to get on the YouTube I know. Gang. I'm definitely going to post mm-hmm. the full episodes. So yay. Thank you, Sam. Yes, thank you for having me. And that was all for today's Raw Talk. I hope you guys enjoyed this little segment. And if you do like these types of conversation, you like the Raw Talk format, please be sure to let me know. DM me on Instagram at whatfulfillsyou and share this episode on your story and tag our Instagrams. Sav's Instagram and everything to know about her will be linked in the show notes. Again, she is an amazing person to follow. She really is such a positive light, has great energy, and overall, a very great friend. Thank you again for tuning in today. I would chat with you all next time.